I love music, any kind of music. I love music, just as long as it's grooving. Makes me laugh, makes me smile all the while whenever I'm with you, boy. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I know this isn't usually how we kick off an episode, but it is how we are rolling today. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, your business, and life, where we take the time to explore the intersections of the psychology and emotions of money, as well as the math of money. You know, because these are the elements that impact your results, your feelings, and your experiences. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad you've tuned in, whether this is your first episode or you are coming back. I thank you. And I kicked off today's episode with a lyric from the OJ song, I love music, any kind of music, in part because I do love music, any kind of music. Well, aside from hard rock. But also, this is a way that I am paying tribute to remarkable women, continuing to do so, remarkable women during Women's History Month. And in so doing, I must pay homage to my mother because I affectionately blame her for my love of music. This is my third part in my Women's History Month series. And in the last episode, I shared that my mother was a professional musician for several years before my birth and for several afterward. Like many of her generation, her roots were in gospel music. And, you know, her choir even performed at Carnegie Hall, which is, you know, a notch in anyone's belt at any time, but definitely back in the 60s. Professionally, she was mostly known for being a jazz and blues singer. And if I say so myself, not only could she tickle the ivory keys, she had a beautiful and powerful voice. I have vivid memories of how as a preschooler, I would cry and cry and cry whenever she dropped me off at my babysitter's Mrs. Johnson's house before she left for a road trip. And I can remember like running to the door when I knew that she was coming back because I was so excited when she returned. I remember also the few and very rare times that I got a chance to travel with her. And at around 11 or 12, we started having our own little jam sessions, just the two of us, she on the piano and me with my flute. I thought I was Patrice Russian. (laughs) There, those times were just always such a blast for me. I have such great memories of that. But all these years and her many stories later of different things that happened um, throughout her career and, and on her road trip, there are a few that I remember as if actually she and I are sitting across from each other at a table right now and she's recounting them to me. One story is of her traveling in the South in the 60s. And it is of when she and her band arrived at a hotel 
and the vacancy at this hotel all of a sudden changed, despite the fact that her agent had booked rooms for the band. You see, the hotel didn't know my mother was black until she arrived. And while they were willing to honor the reservation of her bandmates, they wouldn't honor hers. Her band members, being who they were, wouldn't stay at the hotel. Their position, if you don't have room for Fontilla, our lead singer, well then, gosh darn, you also don't have room for us. Sadly, this happened on more than one occasion, but we do have to remember it was the 60s and it was in the South. I give thanks for her bandmates and the stand that they took. I also give thanks for the universities that booked them to perform because they stepped up whenever any of these events did occur and they made certain that my mother and her bandmates not only had shelter, but that they were safe. My mother likely first told me this story when I was a preteen before, quite honestly, I could fully grasp the magnitude of her experience like I can today, especially just having a much greater awareness about the civil rights movement and juxtaposing that with what's happening in more recent years about Black Lives Matter and just being an adult <laughs> as opposed to a preteen. But here's another of my mother's story, uh, stories, I should say, that has stuck with me. She got into Juilliard, but her mother wouldn't let her attend. Because to her mother, any music other than gospel was for, quote unquote, fast girls. Knowing that my grandmother, who died before I was born, didn't support my mother's musical talent and ambitions, can I tell you that that still crushes my spirit still today. And it makes me even more ever so grateful that my mother always was, and I do mean always, my biggest champion. So what she didn't get from her mother, she made sure that she gave to me on many different levels. I'm also grateful for the example that my mother set. Yes, due to family dynamics, her dream to attend Juilliard may have been deferred, but that didn't inter interrupt her love of music or stall her pursuit of a career in music. She just had to go about it a little bit differently. When I think of my mother in music, I think of how it was a constant presence in our home. And we listened to every genre, even though growing up, I would sometimes just roll my eyes at some of them, like, really, are we listening to this? And yet today, I am ever so grateful to have her collection of thousands of these albums, although I'm just like in my one-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn, always trying to figure out, how do I store these things? When I think of my mother and music, I think of how music fed my mother's soul just as much as it was the vessel by which she served others and brought folks together. When I think of my mother in music, I think of how she went from being a professional musician to quote unquote retiring from it to then starting three groups soon after I left for college, a blues band, jazz quartet, and gospel choraliers. The relationship between her art and money shifted over the years to match the context and circumstances of her life. 
going from being the primary source of her income to being her side hustle. Yet she remained committed to her relationship with her art, her music. To me, this is a reminder of how often your craft, my craft, is really a spiritual practice. And that is just one hell of a lesson to have modeled for you. And there are others. When I think of my mother and music, I think of all of the lessons that she taught me about life through music without even really being intentional about doing so. Here's an example. My mother always practiced, regardless of how many times she sang the same song. As a result, I never take the stage or hop on Zoom without practicing for my own presentations and speaking engagements. And even though I played in my school's band, we even made all county, I really learned what improvisation looked and felt like from the times my mother's band practiced at our home. In hindsight, I can see how these moments are why I give myself permission today to improvise when it comes to my own events. And I realize how doing so is just so deeply rooted in self-trust. These are some of the many things that make my mother remarkable to me. Today, I've just shared a few snippets as it relates to the role of music in her life and then by default in mine. And I thank you. I thank you for indulging me and letting me gush a little bit about my mother. And if you want to check out her gorgeous headshot from the 60s, you can either head on over to my Instagram feed or go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash WHM for Women's History Month dash Y dash I dash love dash music. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash WHM dash Y dash I dash love dash music. Next week will be my last piece in this year's Women's History Month series. But in the meantime, I'd love to know who is the woman in your family, alive or deceased, who inspires you and some of the lessons that you carry with you today. Well, that is it for today's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast, this episode, please share it so we can reach more people. And before I leave your ear, I know it's a few months away, but if you'd like to join us for the next Pricing Masterclass on Thursday, June 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern, via Zoom, of course, go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pricing dash masterclass to get all of the details and to RSVP. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette and you'll be able to buy me a cup of coffee. And I thank you. Again, tremendous thanks for tuning into today's episode. May you have a great rest of your day. May this episode make you think of a song that just delights you. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money.